Hey y'all, welcome to Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. Oh welcome back, bitch. What's <laughs> up, you sluts? Oh, I am um, uh, not well, but you know, <laughs> uh, as far as things go, you know, I'm just happy to be back here. Yeah, same. My favorite thing to do, podcasting. <laughs> Literally, I was like, how has my time been off? And I was like, well, it's been pretty chaotic. I had to like chaotically leave and move a residence like within a weekend I have a new job Mm -hmm. I have a new place I'm living which is good like all things are good but it's just been like wait what off season am I getting what yeah what like what break truly have we gotten it's almost like being an adult is like just toxic I think we should cancel (laughs) adulthood (laughs) period yeah famously Danica has said that she does not want to vote or have any rights so yeah I'm I'm fine I was always fine with being a child I have not progressed (laughs) in any meaningful way (laughs) I'm I'm good (laughs) just like take away my bills and let me cry on the floor that's all I've basically done this entire break I like Funny enough, like, I feel like I actually had, like, a pretty, like, productive break, but productive in the way where I, like, literally took a week off of work this week because I'm burnt out from being productive. Yeah. And now I'm just like, okay, so we have to start the podcast again when? (laughs) This week? Fuck. Okay, like, (laughs) like, literally make it make sense. Why do I do this? What am I doing with my fucking life? What am I doing? But Um, then it's like, all those other things we do in our life are just so boring and mundane and whatever. And like, this is fun because we talk to each other and talk shit. And this is just like, everything we do in real life is just a distraction from the important thing we do. Yeah. Podcasting. Mm-hmm. About the worst franchise in the world in in history, yeah. truly. Hmm. What are you gonna and do? Like one one fun thing that I've um, tried to do during the break was to just like gain perspective about like <laughs> I think we talked before about like <laughs> like r- how reviews really fuck with my head. Oh yeah. And so I've just started, like, reading reviews of, like, my favorite podcasts that get, like, one-star reviews, too. And, like, any any single one of them that's hosted by a woman is just like, oh, my God, her vocal tics are so fucking annoying. I cannot yeah. stand listening to this whore. And then, like, all the ones hosted by guys are just like, yeah, they had one bad episode a while ago, but five stars. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is incredibly <laughs> awful, but at least people aren't saying that we sound like whiny and no, crony no, and annoying. No. I honestly, I feel like our sound quality has gotten so. I mean, remember the days when we used to fucking film it under the nail salon and it was yeah. so bad. There was and a toilet that would flush every like twenty minutes. And it wasn't us. No, That's yeah. Crazy. The only toilet flushes now are the ones that we do. Yeah. And funny enough, I did, I read um a review today for like this like Slate produced podcast. I don't know why I even like high to it. quality. It's called, yeah, it's it's called Mom and Dad are fighting, and I'm like I'm not a parent, and I don't plan on having children, and I'm not a nanny, and I'm not a teacher, but I I find advice like podcasts yeah. really like soothing, and yeah. I just like had run out. Is it kind of like because oh. you, you're just hearing like good parents talk about being good parents, and you like never experienced that before, so you're like, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into testy water. We have to wait 
you know, like yeah. 40 minutes into the podcast because <laughs> Jennifer apparently has listened to mm. one episode of this podcast hey. and she decided not for me, but I will buy a shirt. <laughs> I think <laughs> thank she you, Jennifer. Probably, thank you, Jennifer. I think she listened to the episode where I talked about the crayon for a really yeah. long time and she was just like, hmm. Hmm. yeah, I fucked my kid up. <laughs> I mean, if she just listened to the one where we talked about Ed and Shoulders, you know, and how you know. bad she would have loved it. She would have. My mom loves making fun of men. Yeah. I don't know why she doesn't like our podcast. Well, we'll have her on one day. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. Speaking of like getting into trauma, y'all like. So mm-hmm. the season for Katie doesn't start until June 7th. Um, we are not ready or readied or prepared it did no. <laughs> to talk about the men. Not yet. Not yet. Well, first of all, they haven't actually fully released the official lineup anyway. We've only seen Garrett. Yeah, we've only seen a new Garrett, which is very troubling um, on multiple levels. Um, and, but we'll, so we'll come back shortly before her season premieres to do um, our breakdown of the men. Look at their- Which is funny because before we left, we were like, we should cancel this segment yeah. because we were so fucking wrong last season. Like, oh, yeah. It's truly. It's truly just, like, two judgy bitches. Like, it's not nice, <laughs> it's but not it is nice. fun. It's like, but this time it's going to be all men, and so it'll be yeah. a little bit better. We'll sleep a little bit better at night. We won't get as many DMs being like, why are you saying bitch? I don't know. Um, <laughs> probably will still. Yeah, probably will. But to kind of, like, warm up and get ready and remember how to podcast again and to, like, see, you know, say hi to you guys, we thought we would do, like, a little get to know us podcast q a i don't know we talk about having so much trauma all the time we're like might as well just like get fun with it make a whole app about it y'all yeah this is jenna and i's first one-on-one date actually (laughs) this is where we get to share our trauma Um, and some fun things we asked you guys to like send in some questions and people send in some really cute ones and then people send in some weird ones thanks niecy yeah niecy um it's going to be fun to answer <laughs> Nisi's questions. <laughs> Thank you, Nisi. So, um, yeah, so this, we're just going to have fun. And, I don't know. Just talk, whatever. And then you'll hear about the guys later. Another time. Maybe. Maybe we won't Maybe. do it. I don't yeah. fucking know. Because it, we are historically horrible about it. Yeah. But I am excited to see whatever man I um, that we really, like, hate. But then I yeah. end up loving or, like, wanting to sexually, mm-hmm. like, um, harass, you know, like, last season was Bennett, <laughs> the season before was Tyler. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, I guess let's start with some basics. Like, people send some questions like, how old are we? Where are we from? How do we meet? Kind of stuff like yeah. that. Danica. What's my age again? What's my um, age again? I am... Danica. I'm the whinier one on the podcast. Um, (laughs) I'm the one putting my foot in my mouth most of the time. Um, I am 29. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm about to enter, you know, the 30. And you can tell because I'm hitting that point in my life where I'm debating moving back in with my mom for a year. So I might be returning to Boise very soon. Um, we'll see. I grew up in, in like, a a farm in 
Caldwell. Whoa. And, like, yeah, I was, like, that kid that, like, came home and, like, fed the chickens. Like, I had all my little, like, weird chores. Oh, my God. I, my, like, best – I was, like, an only child, and I lived with, like, seven adults because we were TM, TM, TM poor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I was, like, the only kid. I lived with my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, my mom. Um, my mom and I shared a room for a really long time. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, one of those, like, you know – Fake it till you make it situations, yeah, basically. Get it. And like, yeah, my best friend at home was a goat named Nanny. Oh I had a dog God. named Fluke. We were like one of those like weird pug families. Like, I feel like we were an early adopter of pugs, which is weird. Mm. Um, yeah, just like animals fucking everywhere. It was um, a very interesting <laughs> experience. Um, yeah, like I'm estranged from my my birth father. Birth father is that a thing? Yeah. My father, my birth- dad, <laughs> daddy. He, he's a terrible person. Yeah, um, and it's true. I've seen I've seen some terrible shit about him. Mm. Yeah, he, he's mm. a nasty guy. Uh, feel free to not ever ask me about that. I need <laughs> to talk to a professional instead. But um, yeah, I mean, like, I was, like, the first person in, like, two generations to, like, move out of my grandparents' mm-hmm. house and have been just, like, fiercely independent and mostly fucking up for the past, like, ten years. Hell yeah. And <laughs> now I'm a podcaster, so. <laughs> you know what? This is it. This is a win for women everywhere. I just won't <laughs> shut the fuck up about how terrible I am all the time. <laughs> All I do is talk about how much I fucking fart, like, for hours a week, and I get so stressed out about reviews that people leave. This is, but this is what, this is, this is what feminism is, and, yeah. you know, it's like, we need people to listen to our thoughts and feelings and farts. Literally, you know, the women's equality movement was really all about me just, you know, openly being as terrible as most men. As a white woman. I mean, I'm so- yeah, I'm sorry. You just sent me a text about fucking what's-his-face. Um, uh, what's Joe it? Rogan. Joe Rogan. And I'm just like, yeah, if he can do it, we can do we it. We can do it. <laughs> like, he literally... I'm just going to read the tweet. It's yeah, like, it's amazing. It's so fucking funny. I was, like, celebrating um, this, you know, like, return to the podcasting <laughs> format. Like, the the headline of the article says, Joe Rogan says, giving into the woke mob will result in straight white men not being allowed to talk. And I'm like, listen, give into the woke mob. That'd be fucking incredible. If y'all just shut the fuck up for a second. Oh, come after me next. I'm tired of talking. Oh, my God. Um, so, I'm Jenna. I'm... I guess less whiny one, but I mumble. <laughs> I mumble a lot. I slur. I breathe too heavy into the microphone. I. You laugh. I laugh. I a, love the laugh a though. lot, but yeah, it's a good laugh. But it's it's like a lot, and I do a lot of like big. <gasps> so anyway, sorry about that. My name is Jenna. Um, I'm 35. Um, I'll be 36 in August. I cannot believe that. Wow. Um, I grew up in the Bay Area of California, Napa, to be specific. Um, and I was born and raised there. I have, like, a large... I think I talked about that in the last episode we did. I have, like, a lot of broken family issues. Everyone in the immediate vicinity of me has had a divorce, including my parents, who remarried, had more kids, divorced again. So I have two half-siblings. 
Um, I was, like, raised with one of them. He was uh, my brother who was five years younger than me. So I have definitely, like, a sibling, like, memory as a kid. Um, coupled with abuse memories of my parents using meth. So that's fun. Um, but, uh, then I have a younger sister who's just turning 20 now. So quite younger. So she was, like, born when I was, like, 16 or something. And then I... Um, I don't know much about, like, if most of my family wasn't very, like, successful or whatever. They all just kind of, like, lived their lives. But, yeah, I left when I was 18 and moved up to Oregon, um, Vancouver, Washington, and then Portland. And then, yeah, I've been up here now for, like, 16, 17 years, I feel like. I've been here pretty much the whole time except for one year I tried to leave. And then... Got arrested in Scotland for not having a work visa and then sent back to America. That's for another story, another podcast. It's too long of a story, <laughs> y'all. But anyway, they sent me back to Portland and that was really... It is one of my favorite stories. Yeah. I feel like you, um, when we first talked about it, you were telling an Easter story. And I think that's how I figured out that you had gone to Scotland. I was just like, what the fuck? You were in Scotland for fuck why? And then we had talked about it. But yeah, you did an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. Inside a house. Yeah. And then we lost, I made real eggs. I hard boiled eggs for these kids because they never had done it before. And then I lost the egg and I lost an egg in the house and it was there for like two months before we found it. It was really stinky. <laughs> it was so funny because I was working as a nanny abroad, basically. And I was yeah. just doing it under the table and then I got caught. Um, so I learned a lot about immigration, uh, laws and <laughs> things in Scotland. And, uh, yeah, not good times. Um, but, I was blessed considering um, where I was at. I had a lot of privilege, so grateful for that. <laughs> wow. Imagine getting arrested in Scotland yeah. and then, like, that's the reason you get deported. Yeah, it was truly, um, truly scary. But like I said, I had a lot of privilege in the moment. And, yeah, for sure. Um, the center I stayed in for four days as I was, like, detained was really nice. It was like a like a hostel, like a, you know, mm. Airbnb, like but, you know, like a youth hostel. It was very nice. I had a bed. I had showers. It was really, um, yeah. but the process was still dehumanizing. Like, they took all my yeah. documents. They really, like, it was quite a, quite an experience, but left it all jail. Yeah. <laughs> Look, now I'm back in Portland, <laughs> and I'm still a nanny. Uh, so that's what I do for work, is I'm a nanny. I just started a new nanny job today with some babies. Um, real excited. They're real adorable. Um, and I've been doing that for, like, a while. Um, and I'll probably try to do it for a little bit longer until somebody tells me they I can't hold – I shouldn't hold babies anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I Sometimes I'm, I'm like, I don't I'm know why. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, exactly. No one should give <laughs> This is an job. intervention, actually. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll, um, I don't think I mentioned what I did for work. Yeah, what do you do? My job is I I work for like a company that does like SEO. So I used to be like a writer. Now I do like account management kind of mm. stuff. It's um, it sounds very fancy. It's mostly um, I'm the reason the internet sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty exclusively, just me. Yeah. That's my sole job is to make the internet a very bad place. But yeah, no. I try to do good in the world. <laughs> yeah, you do. You it's do just, where you can, but yeah, you sent me an article once like about weird like thing. weight loss things, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. That was not me. That was just, like, one of the things that I, like, I was supposed to be, like, pitching that site, and I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? No. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, 
That's horrible. Yeah, people that work in marketing, you know what I'm talking about. It's a, it's an interesting thing, but it's also really fucked up. <laughs> so. Speaking of jobs, before we go to some other questions, somebody did ask, what are your bosses think of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) and i do think that one's funny because danica's bosses do listen (laughs) like yeah i sometimes i think think they were more around for like the spoilers and then probably when we started talking more like intimately about like sex and stuff they probably (laughs) dropped off or at least i'm hoping they did and if not thank you for your discretion um and not just firing me on the spot i think I think, like, um, they're all, like, really, honestly, like, pretty supportive. Like, they all know I have a podcast. Some of them, like, follow, you know, the page. Yeah. And they were, like, super, like, proud of us for getting into, like, what was it? Like, Vanity Fair or yeah. something? Like, mm-hmm. those those wins are celebrated. But it's, all, like, one of those things where, you know, like, when you send someone a YouTube video and it's, like, two minutes long and you're like, I'm not fucking watching that, but I will text them back in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that, like, a podcast is really long form that. So, yeah. like, I am I would be really surprised if my mom got through an episode. But just, like, buying the sticker or just being, like, good for you is, like, really good enough for me. Yeah. No, I think this point, half of what podcasters live off of is just, like, the knowledge that people say, good job. You know, mm-hmm. just you did it, you did it, you figured it out. Um, I... My none of my bosses have listened. I don't think, which is great. Um, I do worry about that day. <laughs> I have a bo- an ex boss who I'm still friendly friendly with. She's an, um, a parent I used to nanny for, who's a big supporter of us. Though she's like mm-hmm. always hyping us up. And like last year, we were all doing like a social distance outdoor like like birthday party, and I was meeting a bunch of other grown adults that had like real lives. And she's like, "Oh my god, but Jenna has this podcast, and it's like getting really popular." And she like calls people out for being Trumpers, and she's like, <laughs> and I was like, "What are you doing?" But she was so proud of me. Yeah, and that was really nice. So Stephanie, if you are listening, but see, I don't think she does. Again, it would be one of those things. She's just like, "Oh, good job," but she's not gonna listen to fucking two hours of my trash. Anyway, no, no one should have to. If you're listening, Stephanie, thank you. I love you. If anyone's listening to this, um, I love you. Yeah, thank you. I love you. <laughs> but also stop. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So somebody was like, do you have other full-time jobs <laughs> besides doing social media? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we super do. Sorry about it. I mean, I know that that was asked in bad faith also, but go off. Go off. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's try to... Um, do yeah, we really do silly... make money giving free content away, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, boy. We don't make any money, really. <laughs> we don't um, make money at all. Mm-hmm. What sign are you? You are a... I can't remember what sign. You're a Aquarius? Yeah. Oh, hell yes. I'm an Aquarius and you're a Virgo. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Capricorn placements, though, and that's why I'm the podcast bitch. <laughs> Like, I feel like I have, like, the most chaotic chart ever. Like, I'm an Aquarius sun, a Scorpio moon, a Taurus rising, and then, like, just everything else that fucking matters is in Capricorn. And I just feel very... It's chaos in my head every single day. Every single day I wake up and choose, like, organized violence. It's crazy. As a Virgo, every day I wake up and I'm just disappointed in everybody in my life. Um, 
because everyone's not doing what I think they should be doing. You know, <laughs> like I think that everyone should be doing a certain thing and it, they're not. Um, even though I love them and yes. I'm wrong, I'm like super wrong, but like they should be doing it my Your way. way. Yeah. And so yeah. it's really not okay. <laughs> Yes, and Andrew is also a Virgo, so I'm very used to this energy, and I think that's why I, like, I'm just, like, magnetically, like, connected to people who have their shit more together than me. (laughs) Or at least loud enough to pretend. Yes. I'm just like, I have it all together, but (laughs) no. Let's let's do, like, a a fun one. Um, Like, worst dates you've ever been on. Oh, God. Do you want to go first? Yeah. I was thinking about this. I've had probably so many bad ones, but definitely one I had um, was I was going to go on a date with a guy that I used to have a crush on in, like, middle school. Like, we had a mutual mm-hmm. crush in middle school, never did anything because we were super young or whatever. And then many years later, I was probably, like, 28 or so, and he came to Portland to visit his brother who lives out in kind of the suburbs. And he's like, let's get a drink together and catch up. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I might actually, like, go on a date with my, like, middle school crush. Let's do this. We go on the date. It's going great. He... He looked okay. <laughs> he he, he, he lost, looked okay. He lost a little bit of the shine, but from middle school. <laughs> Wait a second. That sounds horrible. What a ringing endorsement. He looked fine. Okay, <laughs> but he was really nice. We had a really good time. We're getting drunk in this bar. Um, and we had a great time. And then we went back to my place and had sex. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm having sex with my, like, middle school crush as an adult. This is, like, made for TV. Is that allowed? Um, I'm not sure. And we're, <laughs> it's going really well. But then I'm like, he's just like so kind of just like into me and like being really kind of like, you know how men can be, men are the worst, but like, it's funny, men are the worst and I don't want them around me. But when sometimes a man is almost too connected and too like focused on you and too emotionally available and too like listening to everything you said you're like oh actually i hate this like i hate how men are normally where they ignore me and they're rude and inconsiderate but when they're too considerate it's like no the they can't do anything right yeah like, period essentially but and do like, uh, you know that that feeling that you get when people make too much eye contact yeah. during sex and i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna survive this encounter oh, <laughs> like, what oh and then so then as we're like kind of like cuddling and having like sweet sweet talkings you know sweet talkings that i don't know what you do we haven't been around people in a year (laughs) i find out that the reason he's also in town is that he needs to go to the church of scientology building downtown oh my god to finish his like schooling because he's getting ready to go to the big church in florida and like start his whole life at the church of scientology and like the entire time he tells me later on that like a lot of the conversations we had had during the bar which were very like so how do you see yourself like what do you like it was very all these like leading questions were like things that he was practicing for like the things that he has to do in the scientology like stuff <laughs> oh my god that's so fucked up <laughs> so fucked up you got like microchip. I did. <laughs> During and then sex. I couldn't get rid of him. Like for the next week that he was in Portland, he kept trying to like hang out again. And then I was cleaning my room like two days after he left and I found a note he wrote me and hid it in Stop. my room to like, it was kind of like a love note. I didn't say I love you, but it was like, you know, oh my God, I can't believe we reconnected. You're the best. I have strong feelings for you. And it was a note that he hand wrote and left in my room for me to find later. Uh, anyway, I had to ghost to him, and yeah, so I fucked a Scientology guy without knowing it, and that was really upsetting to me. 
Listen, he was probably like, there's probably still a note somewhere. <laughs> yes. Like, if you just, like, cleaned your room hard enough. Like, I know you've moved several times <laughs> since then, but, like, it's not over. <laughs> That's the problem. My worst date, uh, like, again, I, too, have had many, a, a very bad date because we are queer women who, you know, dipped our toes in the, uh, into men. Yeah. At a certain point. <laughs> I'll dip my toe in a man's butt. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I I truly haven't done that yet because famously I'm a virgin. Yeah. And um, yeah, I had this one date. Okay. And I know that people are going to get mad at me for it. I I mean it as an insult only to this person. Yes. He showed up in a, like a Gryffindor scarf. Like, like if you're a Harry Potter person, like whatever. I, I don't care either way. But like he showed up to a first date, like based off of a, very brief interaction on Tinder, and he showed up in a Gryffindor scarf, and he didn't, like, talk at all. <gasps> we were at Bye and Bye, and I was just like, please, God, let me see someone I know here. <laughs> and literally two, like, lesbian friends of mine came up, and I was like, hey, can we please join you guys? And just gave them the panicked, like... I'm queer and I'm on a terrible first date with a man glance. Look and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, do you see it? Do you see it? Do you see what I'm seeing? And like, literally, I mean, like, it. I mean, like, the scarf is just like the, the only thing I can truly remember about this man. And like, it would not be a problem if he was like interesting or like kind or funny or, you know, like if we, if we had like a connection, I'd be like, oh yeah, I would like probably like roast them a little bit later. Like, remember when you showed up to a first date yeah, yeah. and you wore a Gryffindor scarf, Certainly. like that's really weird. Yeah. And now but... is your fiance named Andrew. Oh no. <laughs> Heavens no. Andrew and I's first date is something. Yeah. I'll talk about that one after. Um, but like he, yeah. So we like met up with my friends and then he, he was like, oh, I have to take a call really quick. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like do whatever. I wasn't like uncomfortable at that point anymore. Like, I feel like I'm a really like engaging person, Mm -hmm. but if you're talking to like someone who like just isn't talking. No, they're just quiet. Mm. And it's like, I, I was like running out of any available energy. Um, he leaves for half an hour. <laughs> and, like, when he, when he had left, my friend was, like, oh, so I saw his phone, and he was, like, the, like, the literal, like, name in the description was, like, my girlfriend or something like that. Oh my and God. I was just, like, okay, like, I know this guy just got out of a relationship, and, like, you know, dynamics are weird, yeah. like, whatever. But I'm yeah. just, like, first of all, how does this man have a girlfriend? And, like... Yeah, he left for half an hour. He came back, and I was just like, oh, so, like, who was that? And he was like, yeah, it was my ex. We just broke up a couple weeks ago, you know, whatever. And then he, like, sort of opened up when other people were around. So, and also, like, at this time, I lived, like, 40 minutes outside of the city, and it was super late. God. So I was like, whatever. I'm just going to, like, stay the night at this dude's house. (gasps) I'm just going to fuck a Gryffindor. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I didn't know and like, but the thing is, he was like, we have to stop by my ex-girlfriend's no, house first. No. And I just like, I just have to like go like get something. 
He's in his ex-girlfriend's house for half a fucking no. hour. Oh, my God. Yes, and I'm just sitting in the car. He also needed a ride to his ex-girlfriend's house. Yeah. Where he was in there for half a fucking hour. And then, like, I just eventually texted him, and I was like, hey, I'm going home. This was really weird. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> And then he texted me the next day and was like, I'm so sorry about how last night went, but I really enjoyed spending time with you. And he, like, wanted to fucking hang out again. And I was like, you are, like, the wild. That is, like, it's a big no from me, my friend. No, it's not happening. I'm a Slytherin and this is never going to fucking work out. Dude, I'm a Hufflepuff. That's why I fucking stayed at the house for half an hour while you were, like, fucking your ex-girlfriend or something. Like, what are the, what the fuck are you doing in there? I, that's, my brain went there immediately. I was like, if you went and had sex in the night, I was like, he could have had sex with that person. Like, 30 minutes is plenty of time to, yeah, like, have sex. Like, I mean, especially if you're, like, Piley Pete and you only do, like, <laughs> like non-penetrative. In and out. Yeah, four yeah. sexes in a windmill. I mean, that's not very <laughs> long anyway. So... Um, fucking, that's crazy though. <laughs> yeah, I think we both got, we both met the worst people. <laughs> Seriously, though. Andrew and I's first date was the best though, because it was like one of those dates where like I came into town for like a long weekend and was just like planning on staying with friends or whatever and was just like fucking around on Tinder like the first night I got there. And Andrew, I like, I literally don't know why I responded to this. This is, this is the kind of chaos that makes my life impossible, right? Yes. Like, he literally texted, or he, like, responded to my, like, Tinder, like, approval mm-hmm. thing at, like, three in the morning, and he just said, where the party at? <laughs> I can't. And I woke up at 8 a.m. the next day and was just, like, I don't know, want to have lunch? And, like, I had, like, I'm sorry, like, I hate to say this, but, like, I'm hot. I'm yeah. with a lot of people, but I picked yeah. the where the party at guy. Yeah. And we, like, went to, like, gravy, and we just, like, spent the next three days together, and then um, and didn't then, talk for a long time, and then dated two other times. Yeah, and he and broke now up with you a bunch of times, and then now he yeah, proposed he, to you. He wrote a note also, but my note was less nice than yours was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that note? Dude, I tried so hard to find it, like, the last yeah. time that I moved, because... I remember it was in a tote where I kept my broken Xbox. It was just, like, broken things. Yeah, yeah. Tote, yeah. you know? And I think I just got rid of everything in the tote. No, and that's, that's really, really fucking annoying to me. Yeah, because that, was, that would be the beautiful thing to read at your wedding. I know. <laughs> but, I like, I, I feel like I do remember what it said. Actually, I do. Women everywhere. If a guy says this to you, he might be your match, actually. <laughs> be the one if he says um i i feel like we shouldn't see each other again for both our mental health sakes with like half of it crossed out he like didn't even bother to write a new note when he made a mistake and he also sent back the cum scented lube that i had ordered him like it, we ordered it like as a joke because I was just like, I wonder what this actually no, tastes like. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like sent back like a book about someone who died from heroin addiction, and I was just like, this is the most chaotic box I've ever seen, and all the contents need to be thrown away. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna Ashley eye this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm the Ashley eye of my own life. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, and I just. 
kept pursuing. But it worked out because he's madly yeah. in love with you and you guys are perfect. Yeah. I got my wedding dress. By yeah, the way. it's so gorgeous. Oh, thank you. She sewed it to me and it's really pretty, y'all. And I get to be in the wedding party. Yeah. My tits look amazing. <sighs> I'll try to make my tits look less amazing. Yeah. It's going to be some work for you. That's <laughs> pretty amazing. I see them every day, every year on your birthday. Not every day. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, that's wrong. I opened that picture that you sent me every single day. Thank you. I that's my motivation it. for getting up in the morning. Yeah. Uh, famously, every August 26th on my birthday, I do like a nude celebration day. And I open up my DMs to anyone to send me a nude, and I will send them a nude back. And it's all about just hyping everyone up, and it's just gorgeous. And I get pretty demanding, though, about it to, like, my close friends. I was like, if you don't yeah. send me one, like, that's really – I'm kind of offended. Yes, like, I had wished you a happy birthday earlier in the day, and, like, it got to, like, 6 o'clock yeah. p.m., and you were just like, where are your tits? Yeah. like Where like, are they? Ugh, and I was like, I'm sorry, I've had a really busy day today. <laughs> and then I just took all my clothes off and was, like, sweaty and, like – just here. Oh, yeah, I did it with the crayon this it year. It was beautiful. Uh, um, let's see here. If you could... What's a fun one? Let's see here. <laughs> what? Let's do like the one you were, like, you were excited about. Uh, non-batch podcast recommendations. Oh. Oh, I thought, I thought it was going to be a different one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about this one, too. So... Huh. I have to go to my podcast feed because I feel like I just like have a lot of shit in there and it like just represents like different like phases of my life. Certainly. You know, like I have the ones where I'm like earnestly listening to like learn shit yeah. and then there's ones where I'm just like I'm gonna like fuck off and fall asleep or like the ones that are like just funny or whatever. Yeah. I listened to a lot of I'll try to contain it to like what I've been listening to this past year. Since we've been in quarantine, like, I listen, I, it's funny, I haven't listened to, like, any music this year. Yeah. Like, period. Almost, almost none. It's literally only podcasts, and I'm truly wondering if it's because I just missed, like, talking to people Mm -hmm. or being around people Mm -hmm. talking. Yeah. And, like, like, whenever I, like, can't sleep, I just, like, put on a podcast and it, like, makes my brain be quiet. And so I can, like, go back to sleep. Um, This last year... I've been listening to a lot of Dear Prudence, which is, um, I've mentioned it on this podcast like a couple of times. It's um, at this point, it's run by Danny Lavery, um, who's leaving the position literally in a week to like do a different podcast. I'm like devastated, but there's like um, a new hire that I'm really, really excited about. And I don't remember what her name is, but I just started following her on Twitter. and then I listen to, like, a lot of, like, Maximum Fun podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. I love Mabim Bam, mm-hmm. Brother My Brother and Me. Um, I think my actual favorite podcast is Los Culturistas, which I've also mentioned, like, a thousand times so here. So um, The podcast You're Wrong About is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise pod- I'm going to listen to one episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the, the cancel culture one on You're Wrong About or, like, what is it called? um history i think of it like something like that yeah 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 just like uh yeah it's a great episode um maintenance phase is something that i've been getting into recently Mm -hmm. also and it talks a lot about like diet culture and like eating disorders and fat phobia and sounds good um yeah some of the episodes are like kind of triggering but Mm -hmm. like there's 
just read the descriptions. It's, it's super good. Um, what about you? Um, well, I I binge My Brother, My Brother and Me as background noise. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I don't need to be paying attention, but I need something going on. Because I also have been listening to more podcasts um, just exclusively versus music in the pandemic. Because I do think it's like... I was already listening to them for mental health reasons to, like, have something distracting in my head so I didn't, like, have panic attacks. But I think that, obviously, now having not as much social life is really key for that. Um, So I binge that all the time. (laughs) I'm also really obsessed with learning everything about Free Britney. Hashtag Free Britney. Yeah. Britney Spears. Um, And so I listened to a lot of the episodes from Britney's Gram, hosted by Tess... um, Barker and Babs Gray, two amazing comedians from LA, and they did this. They pretty much exposed a lot of the current things that have been happening with the Free Britney movement. Um, but there's another great one that people um, should know about, which is called Eat, Pray, Britney. And that mm-hmm. one you can start from the beginning, and they go deep into like what happened in 2008 and 2009 that led to the conservatorship and like all of the things that happened. They're huge Britney fans, and it's a really it's a very caring podcast, funny, great, great hosts. I love it. And then they just also just talk about all other fun things about Britney too. But it's a good source if you want to learn about that. Um, let's see. What if else? we can digress a little yeah. bit, just like to talk about the free Britney thing. Mm-hmm. So I watched the documentary that came out, yeah. like everybody did. The yeah. one that came out on, I think, Hulu. Mm-hmm. And then I think I heard about like three other like fucking documentaries yeah, that are, are coming, coming out. out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I think maybe I saw a tweet or something about it that was like, so we're literally just repeating yeah. the Britney Spears, like, like the the like, profiting off of like her pain yeah, and everything, her, her pain and suffering yeah. without like actually accomplishing anything. And I think like, like one is enough. Yeah, the first one was good, and it was what should have happened because it helped mm-hmm. open up a lot of people's eyes who hadn't known before, yeah, um, or weren't quite fully aware to it. I haven't watched the new one that came out and I probably won't watch it or the other ones because it is just like, I'm not, I'm not here for that. That's why I wanted to like represent this like podcast that's like not sponsored by anybody. They just really do like factual based caring. And they're very, that podcast really talks about like, what does Britney want? We don't know, but like, here's what we do know. And, um, I think it's really gentle about like mental illness and health. Um, cause it's just so much that we don't know for sure. Yeah. But it's still fucked up. Conservatorships or whatever are really horrific abuse that can happen mm-hmm. in a lot of people's lives. And so it's just cool. It's interesting to know more about it. Yeah. Um, and then, like, a fun one I really love is The Worst Idea of All Time is from some friends of the brothers, the McElroy brothers. And they live in New Zealand. And they do a podcast where they watch the same movie once a week for an entire year. And they podcast about it. And it's absolutely horrible. It's the But it's the best time you'll ever have. They did. Do they do the same movie like every year? Uh, no, they it, switch it I, up, but they have mostly ugh. done only a sequel. So they, the first one was Grown Ups Two, and then they did Sex in the City Two, and then they did they did Grown Ups One, and then they did no, I think it was Sex in the City One. Oh, I can't remember. And then one time they did the movie that stars um fucking Zac Efron about DJs called um. We are your friends. It's horrible. Oh my god! It's and you just listen to two New Zealand friends yeah. lose their minds and get and get in fights. And actually, it's it's like it makes me think of you sometimes when we get all like just losing our minds and we can't function. But we still podcast. You know, we're still just like 
fuck, I guess we have to do this. Like, do we still have to watch The Fucking Bachelor yeah. every week? Mm-hmm. Like, do we really have to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that gives me um, a lot of peace. And then I listen to a lot of true crime. A recent one I really want to recommend is Your Own Backyard about the Kristen Smart case in California. It's a really good podcast. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much a lot, a lot of true crime ones. If you have good serialized true crime recommendations, DM us because I, yeah. I need more. Have you ever heard of Serial? Yeah, I did, I did listen to that really? one. Really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was underground. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, What would you do if you woke up in Chris Harrison's body, but knew it was only for one day? Oh, shit. I know, right? Bankrupt him. (laughs) 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 That's good. Fuck. (laughs) Like, if it was just one day, like, truly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm spending money. Spend that money. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> what would you do? I would probably make him go on some, like, two-hour long, like, Instagram live, like, expose and just, like, admit oh all... Oh, my God. Apologize and do all these things. It wouldn't matter because it wouldn't be the truth or whatever, but I would still do it. Yeah, I wonder if the, if the question assumes that we would have his entire, like, consciousness or if mm. we would be ourselves mm. in his body. Mm. Um. I'm getting to my brother, my brother and me about this question, but yeah, I'm spending money and I, I think you're doing the right thing, Yeah, no. which is just justice. I think you're doing the right thing too. Two things can be true. Oh, I miss that. We can bankrupt him and also ruin him. <laughs> that gave me such joy. Is there any questions you were thinking about? Favorite sex position you've ever tried? Oh my god! Because <laughs> I've Jen, tried. Is, Jen is convinced that I do not have sex, and I, I am here to say that it is not true. I have had sex, and the best position is missionary. It really, it just is. <laughs> like I don't have to fucking do anything. I'm the laziest sex partner in the world. Like, I'm really just, like, uh, I don't want to make eye... I don't want to look. Yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to smell. I don't want to be perceived. I just want to lay. And get laid. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. I'm kind of the same. I'm definitely a pillow princess. Like, you do everything. Like, you do it all. I will provide my body, which is, like, you know, very hot. An important vessel. Yeah. I I'm a great orgasmer. Um, like I am like I make a lot of really good sounds and I'm yeah. and I'm very good at orgasming. Like <laughs> people tell me it's pretty cool. Yeah. And <laughs> what a cool thing to hear after sex. You're, you're a pretty cool orgasmer. Oh my god. No. See, you're the fucking virgin. I, I knew it. Um You're like, the virgin of the podcast. And like so I make good sounds and I I come a lot and e- and easily, um, mm-hmm. which can be a problem sometimes if like you're having sex with somebody who just like will come right away because you came quickly and then they like roll over and oh. you're done with it. That's not fun. I uh, like that. <laughs> <that's true. laughs> um, and I don't have time for I, sex. I'd say I definitely like I like doggy style though because it's like. The less, like, body pressure on top of me, too. That's nice. Mm. I, will, I will say I finally had sex again for the first time yeah. in, like, 
since, I don't know, August maybe. It's been quite a time. I cannot honestly remember when it was. Um, so it's been a while and it was great. But he at one point did want me to like ride him. And uh, I, don't I have hate that. Yeah. Can we talk about how horrible it is to be on top? Yeah. Tops? Explain it. I don't understand. <laughs> what? That sucks. But like if you're a curvy woman, and also I guess probably any any person. If you're just a bag of bones. You're a bag of bones. All, I'm just bones with hair. Yeah. That's all you are. It's so hard to like be up there and like I can't. That, I think I saw, like, a TikTok once They're like, oh, if you can't, like, ride on your feet, you know, not being on your knees on the bed, then, like, you're not a real bad bitch. And I was like, no, first of all. Yeah, I'm a stupid bitch. <laughs> I've, I've been saying that the whole time. <laughs> While we're having sex. I'm a stupid <laughs> bitch. Call me that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, Literally. Like, and even on my knees, it's still just, like, I can't really. Yeah, it hurts. The amount of, like, rug burn that I've gotten mm-hmm. from just, like, okay, first of all. <sighs> Men have the audacity to just, like, fully not even have a mattress and want you to be on top sometimes. And it's just, like, why? Why? Why do I have to suffer all around? It's It's, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad behavior. Don't ask, don't um, ask people to go on top. <laughs> no. Like, you'll know when you meet a top. Like, no. <laughs> you know. You'll know. And it's not me. Like, I have... I'm the... Like, I don't even know that I'm, like, a submissive person. I'm truly just lazy. And I feel like you can tell when you look at me. Like, one time... This is relating back to work for some reason. I'm sorry to anyone from my work who's listening to this podcast. (laughs) No, someone, like... um, I was, like, talking to a client one time. And he looked at, like, my hat and the background that I have for recording. Mm -hmm. And he was like... So you use a Mac, right? And in that moment, I could tell that he was making a thousand judgments about me that are, I feel like, are just accurate. So accurate. Like, you know who I am. I am lazy (laughs) and entitled, and I need to lay down (laughs) is the vibe that I put off. So I don't know why you would ever assume that I have the core strength or the stamina to be on top. (laughs) Crazy. They just demand it from us. I swear. No. Like, I swear. I'm so Ugh. fucked up. Let's see here. Um, I'm not going to answer this one that's making fun of Ari. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are three things that make you excited to be alive? <laughs> um, t- wow. That's going to be... I mean, do you have, like, three hours? Because it'll take me that long to think about it, honestly. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite part of being... A part of the queer community. Oh. I actually really appreciate... um, I mean, we all, like, kind of joke about, you know, like... um, When you, like, get involved in the queer community, like, everyone is everyone's ex. Yeah. But everyone is also, like, fucking nice about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's just nice, like, to be a part of a community that's like, Oh, it didn't work out between you and I, but I still want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just fun and also like i i love just like i truly think the queer people that i like associate myself with are just like really fucking considerate mm-hmm. and like 
totally understanding of other people's like different experiences or at least like willing to listen in a way that like a lot of straight people that I interact with just like aren't willing to do the same mm-hmm. or like when when the queer people that I know like including myself like like fuck up like there there really does feel like there's an understanding of that and like a desire to do better yeah that's so true I feel like it's such a cliche to say like a lot of people in the queer community, like, you find your your chosen family, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. just so true, though. You find people that see you, and if they don't quite understand you at first glance or, like, at the beginning get to know you, like, they will get to know you. Or they just mm-hmm. won't judge you overall. They're just not going to, like, say no. You know, there are yeah. there's gatekeeping and stuff that is involved in the community, of course, but... Overall. That's just, in, that's just with the sports gays, though. <laughs> like, the sports gays are mean. Yes, It's fine. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I love y'all still, but, like, we're just not going to get along. And that's okay. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But I love what you said. It was, yeah, I feel like I've learned so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I came out when I was 14. Um, and then when I met my, like, high school sweetheart that I eventually got married to, I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit, I, like, had to suppress a lot of my queer identity to be in that mm-hmm. relationship because he was, um, he wasn't ex- accepting of it, really, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And then when I left him and kind of, like, started finding myself again, I, like, re-came out and, and a good time to also, like, start becoming more, like, I don't know, empathetic and woke quote unquote you know but just like you just learn a lot when you realize people aren't just like set standards you know they're not just like default Mm -hmm. people aren't just walking around default human beings and like if you can just like realize that each individual person has like different parts of them like you can learn so much by just stopping and thinking like that and a lot of Mm -hmm. that can be with with your sexuality identity yeah it's just beautiful yeah that's good times yeah. It's it's good to be gay. It's good to be gay. <sighs> Especially in Portland. Well, for the most part. I don't know. Oof, God. Sometimes yes and sometimes no. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just being a person. You That's know? a good like, um, But yeah, I mean, like, I, I liked what you said about, like, having, you know, chosen family too. And it's something that, like, it's not a new concept, like, everybody, mm-hmm. you know, knows. But I think, like, for a long time, I was just, you know, compulsively, like, heterosexual mm-hmm. because... I grew up in Idaho, like, what the fuck else was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, a lot of my friends that I have that came out as queer after, like, leaving Idaho or, like, being, you know, just, like, growing into their own, like, adulthood mm-hmm. and their own relationship with themselves have had just, like, similar experiences. Like, it really does just feel, like, a lot more freeing and mm-hmm. accepting. And that's not to say that there aren't problems within the queer community, but, like, it's nice that – it's nice to just have, you know, like, people that – understand who you are mm-hmm. a little bit more yeah not gonna question you mm-hmm. just like, you can question like other bad choices that we make <laughs> oh tons i've I f- again i just like started a podcast with 10 minutes about how i'm constantly fucking up <laughs> it's like call me out on that yeah. but like you know like yeah don't question my sexuality damn it yeah the built-in community is like really mm-hmm. it's it's something special. And I, I love that we you, have when you find the right people. Yeah, yeah, and we found a great community of queer bachelor fans 
We have so yes. many amazing people in our DMs that are gay and are just like, I share a picture of Wills the other day. They're like, oh, the only person I'd be straight for. And I was like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you're a good, you're a good person. Thanks, yeah. thanks for being in our DMs. This, this is our community. <laughs> this is our community. I feel seen. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, yes, I'll, I'll talk about my divorce really quick. So I was like, with my high school sweetheart, I met him when I was, like, 16, and we got together. He was a year older. We were together for, like, seven and a half years and married for only, like, about a year. <laughs> but we moved up to Portland together, and we just, you know, he was a, uh individual who's um, not getting treated for his, like, severe depression and... um he was taking antidepressant medications when he met me and then went off of them within a month of meeting me because I was perfect. These were his words. He told me yeah. that his depression was cured because of me. Stop taking like, them. No, sister. No, sister. No, I know. It's, it's the medication. I know. It's the medication, friend. <laughs> Ooh. And yeah. so that became the a thing for a while because I was always put on this like weird pedestal of like I was the reason he was either happy or sad. You know, like, mm. I was the reason for it. And that was a theme throughout the relationship. Um, it was pretty emotionally abusive. On our wedding day, he told me that I hadn't lost enough weight for the wedding, <laughs> which was fun. Um, blamed me for a lot of other things. Oh, yeah, so, like, he would use my sexuality for, like, his pleasure and his needs. Um, mm-hmm. About a couple years into it, we did have, like, some threesomes with another woman. But he... He had to choose the woman. He had to court the woman. He did most of the sex with the women. He, like, chose women who weren't really attracted to me or weren't, were, were bi, but mostly just wanted to have sex with him. Yeah. And so I left, so I, pretty much all of my um, sexual experiences with women during that time were really traumatic and not fun. Um, cause they were not mine, you know, to be experiencing. Um, and except for the time that I, I guess, cheated on him and had sex with his cousin's girlfriend. <laughs> so, so Jerry Springer. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not related. Uh, yeah. And then we all got in trouble for that one. But long story short, oops. Uh, I did divorce him. Um, and so like leading up to those last two years, I was addiction to, I was addicted to pain meds. I've talked about that on Mm -hmm. the podcast and I was, cause my parents had both died. Both my parents had died and our dog died and I was losing my mind just at work and I worked as a medical assistant at a big hospital. So I was like overworked. I was yeah. using pain meds, and I was on two different types of antidepressants, so I was completely numbed out, and I was making all these bad choices, yeah. and I became, like, um, had passive ideations, and then I eventually woke up from it mm-hmm. and left him, because um, I had a dream that he was going to physically abuse me, which he had mm-hmm. not physically abused me yet, um, and I had a dream that he was going to do that, and then I woke up from that dream and said, no more. And as I was leaving him that night, he was screaming at me, and then he threw a heater at me. 
and it didn't hit me. Like, it was a big metal right. furnace thing, and he picked it up, and he threw it at me, and it landed on the ground just, like, in front of him. It didn't actually hit me. But I was like, see, that's why I'm leaving, is because mm-hmm. that is what's going to happen eventually. And so I left, and I, I remember very vividly the next day when I woke up in, um, on my own for the first time, I was just like, it's, I just truly felt like really alive and really like I wanted to be, I wanted, I was so excited to do me because I had only been with my parents and then with him. And I was just like, mm-hmm. this is me, good and bad mistakes. I don't know how to pay my own bills. I don't know how to do anything because I've been yeah. taking care of my entire life. Now I'm going to do it on my own. And it is like, it's been a really good experience, but you know, I think what was interesting about it for me sometimes I look back at it when I tell people casually, they're like, whoa, because you're just like completely opposite of that kind of vibe for me. And I was like, yeah, because I had it all. I had a house, a dog, a husband, and a career. And all of it made me so sad mm-hmm. that I wanted to not be around anymore. So yeah. now I'm whatever I am. Now you're a podcaster. <laughs> this is how we get to the podcast part of it all. <laughs> <sighs> I get to just say weird shit into microphone. People, people like it somehow. Some some people like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Um. Yeah. Husbands, I'm gonna about to test drive one. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, love is a lie, and I hate it. Um, but then I'm like, but I can't wait for your wedding. I know. It's like the duality of women's experiences. Right. Where it's just like, hey, fuck all men, but like, your you're, you're man's fine. Mm-hmm. No, I believe in love. I always say that I don't, but like, I know it exists, and I know that people can live it in a really nice and healthy way. And You were just like shifting your eyes so hard when you said that. <laughs> I wish that I had a recording of it. (laughs) It was fucking, like, it was just literally like, I'm telling a lie right now. (laughs) Which I love. (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else do we have in here? Um, Do you watch other reality shows? Mm. And which ones do you watch? I sometimes watch the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Seriously? Yeah, I don't watch TV. That is crazy. I was just like, I have a laundry list. Yeah, I don't really watch much TV. Um, I somehow got globbed onto The Bachelor, and that's the only thing I do. Do you know what? I, I think that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. for, like, um, y- your time in the franchise versus my time in the franchise. Because I have, like, so many other things yeah. that I'm doing. Yeah. Like, so, like, you get, I feel like you get, like, hyper fixated on, like, one yeah. thing. And then I'm just like, I have ADHD and I'm everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be a part of all of it, but I'm not going to be very involved in any of it. And I think and that's I have... probably better for most people. I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, I mean, I'm still mentally ill, yeah. so, like, who's to say? But I really, I love Survivor. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could get really into Survivor. I want Survivor for you. I love the Real Housewives franchises, but I haven't made my way through all of them mm-hmm. yet. Um... I did a toxic rewatch of America's Next Top Model because Tyra Banks got called out for bad behavior. And then I was like, well, I need to know what they're talking about. So I watched 22 seasons of it. Oh, my God. You did. Okay. I tried to rewatch and I only got through 
the first season, and I was like, oh, man, this is... Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. I literally, like, I do not know how anyone escaped through the the 90s and the early yeah. aughts without an eating disorder. Yeah. Like, truly. Truly. Because, like, that, that, like, ruled my life. Yeah. Like, I watched that show every fucking week, and I do not know how anyone escaped, like... That was, the, that was a very um, particularly bad one for that. <laughs> yeah, like, what was that? I don't even remember what her name is anymore. But the, the woman that kept saying shit, like, um, nothing tastes as good as, like, skinny feels or something oh, like that. God. I'm just like, I'm sorry. Personally, as a thin, being skinny feels like shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Being a person is hell. <laughs> like, why would you say that it's any better for the thins? It's, it's not. It's hell in here. <laughs> But, like, seriously, that show is, oh, that show fucked me up. And then, like, oh, let's talk about something that's maybe positive. Do you, you, I know you like with the reality circle. TV. I love the circle. Yeah. The circle is must-see TV for me. Mm-hmm. I think that like, will be the one that I will do, probably. Yeah. When I, like, because there's only two seasons. Yeah. Like, you have to do it. I'm actually, like really confused about why you haven't done it because we've been living for a year in a pandemic mm-hmm. like what are you doing well me and my ex-roommate do you have a job yeah. other than social media posting oh. <laughs> um hmm. no i uh i've unfortunately fell into a tiktok uh hole um okay yeah so you're just watching very short reality shows i like i tried watching tv when i went on like a little mini solo vacation a couple weeks ago and i just like couldn't watch it i get i do have kind of like a short t- span i guess mm-hmm. um when it comes to tv and i was just like i can't um it was hard for me to do it but that's those are like negative things like i'm just on my phone i need to like really disengage to like engage with the television show mm-hmm. i like media like when i do sit down and watch a movie or when i do sit down and watch something like me and i last night we did watch um love is blind and i like I loved it. I was obsessed. Yeah. yeah. So once I start something, I can usually get very obsessed with it. It's just a matter of starting it. I'm often, like, so tired that I'm, like... You know what I think it might be, too, is, like, with The Bachelor, it's, like, two hours of commitment mm-hmm. a week. Like, and it's the same day. Like, it's a scheduled yeah. thing. They have me fucking... And, like, when I watch TV, it's usually just, like, background noise. Yes. And, like, I tune into part of it. Yes. And I, like, it's the same with podcasts. Like, I'm never, like, actually fully engaged with something. Yeah. And I think you like to get, like, like you want to know everything yeah. that happens. Mm-hmm. And so, like, committing to, like, a new show <laughs> might just be, like, a problem. And with me, I'm, like, I slept through half of season seven. Right. Like, during my midday nap, which is one of my four naps of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I... Yeah, my type of depression doesn't have me, like, watching TV in bed, like, all the time. Ugh. Like, Virgos are so different. Yeah, I'm, like, I push myself <laughs> to the point where I'm sick by, like, doing everything to avoid mm-hmm. my problems. Um, so that's what I do with my, like, issues. <laughs> and I avoid my problems with doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I think they're both valid. I collapse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both fucking valid. It's just, how do we do it? How do we ruin our lives? <laughs> Yeah, the end goal is the same. <laughs> the Virgo and the Aquarius ways of solving issues. Neither of them work. So, good luck, everyone else. <laughs> I can't find the ones that Nisi sent. Where are they? Maybe I deleted them. Oh, that's not going to go over well. I'm going to get bullied for this one. <laughs> oh, I really can't find them though. I'm like 
maybe I didn't send them because I was like, was I think I think they might be in our text messages mm-hmm. though. I remember one of them was a fuck Mary kill, which I laughed at very hard, mm-hmm. but it was about oh yeah, very niche, very about. niche, yeah, fuck Mary kill, Nisi, Sophie, and Connie. I can't. My friend, like, she's just trying to get me to say that I would kill Nisi because, like, we have this, like, fake rivalry (laughs) that, like, doesn't exist because she, like, she only cyber bullies me. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) I wouldn't kill any of you. Yes. This is the, you're all wonderful. I would fuck all of you. Yeah, I would fuck all of you. Yeah, I would fuck you all. And I would marry all of you. Yeah. That's true. I wouldn't kill any of you. Mm-hmm. But Nisi, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's your official warning. <laughs> this is an Ellen DeGeneres threat. I have already been canceled on national television. And then she writes another question. Nisi sends in a message. She said, who's your favorite follower and why isn't me? And I'm like, Nisi. Nisi. <sighs> well, she helps our, our algorithm because she comments on everything like a fan. So, yeah. yeah, it's very fan behavior, if you ask me. Yeah. Even though she... You're acting... <laughs> Nisi just acts like Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to you see somebody who's, like, deep in Bachelor Nation? She is fucking everywhere. Nisi is fucking everywhere, everywhere. in every community, though. Yeah. Like, every... Like, it's not just Bachelor yeah. Nation. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I see her in the most random stuff. Like, random people I'm following from, like, Are You The One? Yeah. Nisi's there in the comment section. Yes. She likes... It's I, an amazing, yeah. like, dedicated commitment. That's so to true. Just, fandom it's incredible i love it no you're right i'll be like looking at a a partner of a friend of kardashians and there's like mm-hmm. liked by nisi and, mm-hmm. like, yes. and commented on i'm just like what the fuck like what why are you following travis barker that's crazy <laughs> i love it um she did send one real nice one um and maybe we'll, we'll kind of wrap up after like a couple of them but uh she said what do you admire most about each other so that was very sweet. Oh, that's too sincere. Thank you, Nisi. Um, yeah. I actually, like, it's funny because, like, some of the things I feel like we view as, like, weaknesses in ourselves yeah. or, like, things we, like, really admire in each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you go, like, fucking hard. Like, mm-hmm. and if you believe in something, you just, like, truly do it. And, like, you, like, are just, like, constantly working on yourself and, like, constantly, like, working on the shit that you want to do. Like, I know you have, like, the burning the candle at both ends thing. And, like, sometimes I'm like, Jenna, stop doing that because, like, it's going to be burnout soon. (laughs) But, like, it's also one of the things that I, like, admire so much about you. I feel like I was talking to Allie about this the other day. And I was just, like, I mean, sometimes I, like, sometimes I truly just, like, am, like, burnt out, like, by the podcast. Like, and by Bachelor. It's mostly, like, Bachelor Nation Nation of it all. But I was, like, I don't, like... I don't think that I could do a podcast without Jenna, you know? Like, I don't think it could be anything without Jenna. And I was just like, she just, like, works all the fucking time. So sweet. You're a workhorse in, like, an empowering way. Thank and it, it, like, makes me motivated to do stuff. So, like, I really admire that about you. I just... 
I love you. Oh, I love you so much. I thought oh. you were like whining because you didn't have anything nice to no, say about me. Like, and I was like, you know what? That's fair. No, no, no. It's kind of similar. Like we were saying, like it's things that you like that you worry about. But I'm like, it's my one of my favorite things about you. And it's something that you always try to like not let anyone know about it. But like you're the most caring person. Like you care about people and can see the duality of people in a way that is very like heartwarming reminds me like that we're humans you know (laughs) and like it's humbling and inspiring because it's like it's just we went through a lot this season um like the whole just like last year uh Mm -hmm. and like there were so many times that i was just like fuck like the thing you would say just would hit me in such a way that i was like oh like it, it hit my heart and i was like yes like two things can be true at once but it's like so true and it's so sweet and you see people you see people in a way that I think other people don't they don't see themselves or like other people are not seeing them and I think that's such a like a quality that we need more of because as much as I have been so fucking crazy this last year with like anyone who's not a leftist cuck is the worst yeah you have just been like no actually <laughs> let's like <laughs> let's like think about it for a second and it's like ah. but we, so like the things i like read about and talk about like we need more of that though you know we need like people to just like stop and see each other and care mm-hmm. and you care i think you care so much that it causes you to be ill like, it yeah. causes you to take naps. That's why it's, like, <laughs> it's such a sweet thing about you. Ugh, I get tired four times a day. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's like... We no should... one should care, no. actually. This yeah, it's I, like the I, empathy I... in you is so strong and so full. Thank you. Yeah. I, like, I'm going to start crying and I'm going to start making fun of myself mm-hmm. very briefly yes. because, um, uh... Again, I did not ask to be perceived. I know. I was like, I just like, <laughs> I fucking exposed your ass. I know. I like literally, my under boob is so sweaty right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, but thank you. You're welcome. You made fun of yourself perfectly with your boobs. Your boob sweat. Thank you, tits. You're always making people laugh. <laughs> okay, let's just do one funny one, and then we'll we'll head we'll wrap it up a little bit. Uh, would you rather have swords for arms or chainsaws for legs? <laughs> Sword for arms, chainsaw for legs. Wow. Fuck. Are the chainsaws on? Oof. No, you probably could Chain- turn them on. I imagine you can, like, rip them. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a... I feel like I'm... That's hard because, like, obviously neither. Yeah. Um, again, I don't want to be a person. So, like, you should have given me a third option, which is just no. <laughs> but I think maybe swords for arms. I just, but also, that's, no, I don't know. Yeah, that one's hard. I feel like. What about, what about like, in a Mad Max universe, mm-hmm. though? Yeah, I know, right? Where it's, like, you don't have any fucking water, mm-hmm. which I guess is the situation I'm in now because I drink too much. <laughs> And, like, what would be the most useful tool? (laughs) I do think chainsaws for legs is funnier as a concept. (laughs) Like, what? Like, how is that useful? Um, You couldn't even, like, really, like, cut at No, like, even, like, chopping down a tree, like, there's, like, a 90% chance you're going to fucking get squashed. Yeah, the tree's going to come right onto you, yeah. 
I think it would potentially be easier to walk on, and then you could have your hands to, like, do normal hand stuff. Yeah. So I think, Like, eating and yeah. sucking dick and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, smoking joints or something. I don't know. Is that what the cool kids do? I don't know. Yeah. We wouldn't know. <laughs> I've never had sex. <laughs> or smoked pot. <laughs> <laughs> Our parents are listening. No. Um, yeah, so, no, my parents and my work are listening. I've never smoked pot. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think I would choose ultimately Chainsaw for like for the for that ease factor. I would they wouldn't really help me, but yeah. It would look probably pretty cool and it, you could walk easier. I do like the idea of having swords for arms because you could just get out of a lot of things. Like I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. Like Yeah, I mean I like can't hold your baby. <laughs> we've all seen Edward Scissor hands. Like it can't end well. <laughs> Right? I don't know the end of that movie. Actually, no, I can't. But it seems like a really difficult life. <laughs> it does, yeah. Chainsaws for legs, you know exactly what the fuck you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like you could make it into like a kink, maybe even a porn career. Yeah. I think either is like pretty kinky. Yeah. Actually. True. Like someone's gonna be into that. That's a good point. Someone somewhere. Someone's someone. And all you have to do is go out with like twelve nerds <laughs> on Tinder who think that wearing Harry Potter scarves I was is thinking, appropriate. Like if you just wore a shirt, that would have been fine for me for some reason. Like just like a kinda like, casual like the scarf on your like, shirt. The who scarf. even owns a scarf? <sighs> No, Nick Vial, but, like, he's probably not wearing a Gryffindor one. <laughs> oh, he would, he wouldn't probably he? Would. Also, ignorant question, is that, the, yeah. is that the good one? Or is it Hufflepuff's the Hufflepuff? Okay, wait. Gryffindor is, like, the Harry Potter one. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. that's the main character, the main character one. in you. the story. We are Hufflepuffs. Oh, okay. We are just commentators. Yes. That are lazy and you know pillow princesses and um, scared of most things and don't like criticism and um need naps (laughs) perfect love that (laughs) um well i hope he's listening um i he probably is because i feel like a lot of people just try to find their exes right and then you can't even consider that an ex though (laughs) i wish i i wish i remembered his name yeah i do i would love to put him on blast but i like truly the least memorable person I think he's, I've ever met, except for this one detail. Yeah, he's probably with that ex-girlfriend, and they have babies now. Yeah. I bet you. It could have been me, though. Oh. If only I had stuck around for 15 more minutes. <laughs> he just had a nut car. real quick. Um, Just a real quick nut, and then go, then nut in you, and then have a baby. Yeah. That's how babies yeah. are made. Uh, So thanks, y'all, for joining us for this. This was fun. <laughs> it's literally we fun. should do this again and not talk about the bachelor ever but we are in just a short couple weeks we'll be back gearing up for katie are you excited i am excited i think it's gonna be i'm excited to see caitlin and taisha i'm excited to make fun of the men there's also some attractive men um that are potentially on her season katie Mm -hmm. is funny and she's she's of the youth um and I think I'm, I sound... What a compliment. Yeah. No, but, like, I think she'll... I think it'll be fun and sassy. And I think, you know, the sex positivity of it all will be probably very cringe. Like, I can only imagine yeah. the bullshit they're going to do. And there's going to be, like, a lot of scar... Um, blindfolds involved. And, you know, I hate a blindfold. Oh, God. So, I'm... <sighs> I'm looking forward to being mad. But I'm kind of looking forward to being mad. I miss being mad. Is that... What's wrong with me? Um... 
a lot, mm-hmm. as we, as we've heard mm-hmm. for the past like hour. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun season. And I like I told you this before. I don't know if on or off the podcast, but I always have like a more fun time yeah. with like the Bachelorette than I do the Bachelor. And this particular Bachelor season was just really. Like, hard for everyone, mm-hmm. not just us. Yeah. Like, it's two white women saying, oh, this was so hard for me. Like, shut up. Yeah. We're stupid. Yeah. But, like, I'm just looking forward to, you know, like, seeing Katie. And then afterwards, seeing Michelle. Mm-hmm. And hoping that things go well. Knowing fully well that they <laughs> probably won't. <laughs> and um, but we'll be here to, to podcast about it and to fart to about it. Because that's what we yeah. do. We're going to fart about it. Yeah, um, can't wait. Yeah, but thank you um, so much. Uh, thanks to everyone sending in questions. We miss you. One, go ahead. One brief note mm-hmm. um, before we go, just like some housekeeping things. For people who um, support us on Patreon, mm-hmm. we are coming back next month, but there's going to be like a few changes mm-hmm. and we're still working on the um like the details yeah, of that just but i think we got in a little bit over our head and just want to make some Oops. like realistic goals for ourselves like who would have thought that we had too much ambition and couldn't uh yeah fully deliver without dying yeah about it, you know and, and we're um, we're about to head into like a real long stretch of, of like back-to-back like stuff so we we really are looking into like how can we do something that's awesome and nice and like community building that isn't like too much for us people who have other jobs so yeah stay tuned for that we'll we'll talk about it soon um and then you can if you're not a member then maybe you can consider joining if after listening to us talk about our trauma and our sexual preferences (laughs) maybe convinced you to to yeah. like us more you know what i would give you a rose after this date thank you yeah i would yeah. definitely too i would ask you to the fantasy suites Aww. to i guess uncomfortably talk yeah we you. would both just we would just both lay down and you know what i could come i've come for less <laughs> thank you for listening to Descartes pod make sure you're following us on social media on instagram we are Descartes pod on Twitter, we are Daycard Podcast. You can email us at DaycardThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram, and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review! This is the final podcast tonight, when you are ready. Hello, and welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like, a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.